airing the Addisons. Well, let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, it's the Friday edition. We call this our gumbo show, which means everything good goes in the pot. Mm. Everything that's supposed to go in goes in. Uh, sometimes we do a little bit of a lighter show. That's our aim usually. Yeah. Um, this Friday, again, going to be a bit of a hodgepodge as we uh, kind of tie up some loose ends from uh, yesterday and then also have the Kanye discussion. Um, you, you may have wondered, hey, Will, Miki, where have you guys been at? You know, uh, we've been here. We've been trying to culture proof. And, and we're culture proofing. <laughs> and uh, we're watching what's going on. And yeah. so, but we do we're have, watching. we have some commentary to offer on the whole discussion about Kanye West. But anyway, uh, formal introductions are in order. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. Sherry B is over in Studio CC. Sherry, have you chick fil a yet? Oh my goodness, it's Man, Friday. She might I can't not be believe able you. To. I don't know. We got we, we, have the president, we have the president in our town down, tonight. Here. So it, it's gonna don't be, be hard jealous. To move. Oh, hold on a second. I just <laughs> oh hold on. Someone just got jealous. You better pray about that. You better you better pray. All right. Anyways, we're making Tupelo great again. And the president is in town. You don't be jealous. I saw you. Wow. Rolling your eyes, snickering and all of that stuff that you do in your car when you're listening. Anyways, and so that's exciting. Um, our our uh, president will, will be a part of that rally tonight. And so yeah. uh, Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association. So that's cool. And uh, But it, it, it the town comes to a standstill. Mm. Oh, who am I kidding? Everywhere. Our town comes to a standstill around Christmas. Everywhere comes to I mean, like when the president in, in town. Yeah, but we're not like, big for that. We're not we're not yeah, big enough for that. I'm just saying, I remember being in, uh, where we were, Nashville. Oh, Vice President Pence. And they shut down Pence. the whole highway. Vice President Pence, he did it to us. They shut it yep. down. It he was just, yeah, it, it, it was, was him. It was Vice it, President. It wasn't even Pre- President Trump. Pence. It was it well, was I like, mean, he matters He too, does Will. matter, but I'm just saying, they shut the whole thing uh, down. We were like, uh, whoa. Yeah, the, the, the interstates <laughs> were cleaned. I mean, they were just Clean. like, there's nobody, nobody. there. And and so you're like, and, and we were there with the kids, so it was a great life lesson. It was great. It was like, amazing you know, to see to the highways like that, though. How important these men are who serve our country in this capacity. Yeah. That the, the, you know, the city has to shut down so they can get through, get where they're going. I've never seen highways like that. Yeah, no, we were at NRB. Not and, a car. Uh, Vice President Pence was there. <laughs> he was addressing a group. And uh, and so anyway, Nashville had to pay for it. <laughs> y'all are not going anywhere. And so same thing with us. It's our turn here in Tupelo. We, we're paying Man. for it. We're like, y'all are not going anywhere. And uh, and that's exciting. That's great. You know, I just <laughs> I just would remind Tupelo, hey, look, we're not Orlando. All right. So y'all don't be around here acting like we're Orlando. We're not. Okay, we're smaller than that. Oh my god! And uh, anyway, much smaller. <laughs> <laughs> I, we always joke our our town shuts down for all of the holidays. Yeah, any holiday because we're we're like we're like the biggest of the small towns, <laughs> right? Which yes, yeah, that amazed me though when we first moved here. Yeah, that was like, what is adjusting. Oh, Valentine's like, what? Day. What is ha- shut it down? They shut it down. Like it was like the the mall. It's going to the mall. Out. Everybody's out. going. Everybody. Everybody realizes that they have someone in their life that they love. <laughs> on February the 14th. It's like, dude, did you love him on the 13th? 
<laughs> and and furthermore, will you love him on the fifteenth? Then right. go then. Get the chocolate then. <laughs> no, gotta go. It's on discounted the day. anyway. Show them that you love him enough to be frugal. <laughs> I love you enough to save you money. I'm getting you this chocolate heart. It's not gonna decay and break down like it's good. <laughs> Anyways, um, so it's Friday and coming up yeah. on the show, we have uh Christian rapper Gabriel Parker, mm-hmm. um, who is gonna join us to talk pop culture and talk Kanye West mm-hmm. and talk the album Jesus is King, but also talk about a lot of the I don't know if you want to call it controversy, but there's a conversation happening around Kanye West yeah, and definitely. his and his uh conversion, his his self professed conversion is coming yeah. to the Lord Jesus Christ. Look, if you listen to us for any length of time, you know we already kinda discuss this a little bit and we want to be watchful so today we want to have a measured response and uh and and you know by god's grace we'll do that got some clips we want to play for you first though i want to play a clip for you this is i this is a and i and i i'll give you some more of the details after the clip but when we were done with the show yesterday you know the last two shows i we have made these shows i think two of the most critical shows that we will do to reveal the playbook of homosexual activists to indoctrinate our children we stand by that um, assessment of what is happening all across this country. And uh, so yesterday when we were done with the show and we head back, we're leaving the studio, go to my office and um, go to our office. Will the great and I share an office. We love that. We love sharing office. Uh, people thought we were crazy. Yeah. But we wanted How do y'all do that? We, we, we wanted to share an office. We like each other. Um, so anyway, we go to our office and, um, you know, we're just talking and I see that I, I have a, a message on my phone. And so I go, oh, there's a message. You know, let me check my messages. And uh, I want to, I want you to hear the recording. I want you to hear the message that I got yesterday on my phone, and then we'll have a conversation around this. All right. So, so here it is. This is the voicemail message I got when I wrapped up. Will and I wrapped up the show yesterday. Here we go. I am hoping to have the right person. I was driving in uh, in rural New Mexico and and came across this show, and I just cannot believe all the hate you're spewing on this show about this uh, this whole supposed transgender agenda coming for kids, all this kind of stuff. It's all lies. I mean, you're you're basically lying to people and using fear tactics to um, to forward your your own agenda. I mean, basically, Christians are now mad because they can't push their agenda on everybody else, and there's a pushback going on, and they don't like the fact that they can't be in power anymore. And, and tell every, all the rest of us how to live. And so there's this whole fear-based, they're coming for your kids nonsense that you're that you're pushing forward. All they're trying to do is stop some of this bullying that's going on for the uh, of these trans and homosexual kids um, who should not have to be, have to put up with people like you doing this kind of stuff. And once again, I can't believe that you're actually feeling this way because I believe you're African-American. And, and 50 years ago, these same kinds of arguments were being used in Mississippi for the same type of stuff that you're pushing forward now. So it's incredible to me that you would do this. Thank you. So I, I got that message. And here's the thing that was unique about that, because we get messages all the time. I wouldn't waste your time playing those messages. But this message has a story that I think is important for us to highlight. And, um, and so I got that message. And the gentleman whose voice you heard left his name and his phone number. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I called him because I'm built like that. Yeah, you are. Because I was like, I wouldn't have. Uh, he wouldn't have worried about it. Don't worry uh, about it. Know, it's okay. You know, it, don't, it, it but happens. I thought, you know what? It's not very <laughs> often. It's not very often that I get a call or a message where people want to own their comments. So I commend him for that. So yeah. I gave him a call. 
And he answered. And that is commendable because we even had a... Um, the turban where people didn't want to put their name they wouldn't identify themselves at all they would want to just do make blind comments, comments yeah, blind just, comments just anyway we call them drive-by comments right mm. so uh so so i called him and he answered and um it did not go well it did not go well so the first thing was that he was incredibly upset and i gotta admit to you i was incredibly upset because he was uh behaving as i i i perceived it to be uh, in the role of a racist, he was making judgments about me and he was perceiving what the color of my skin must be based on what. Right. So I accused him of being racist and I, I accused him <laughs> of not knowing who I am or where I come from. And uh, and he accused me of being hateful and, and obviously being bigoted and all of those things. And uh, and then at one point in the conversation, he told me to stop talking and uh, and I told him, don't tell me what to do. And so it was we, it was it was pretty lit. Right. It was pretty lit. <laughs> yeah. And if you can if you can, if you can imagine, it was about what, 20 minutes, 20 minutes that we're that we're talking. And it, it wasn't really a conversation. And uh, it was it was really sort of a, I wasn't backing down and he wasn't backing down. And uh, he, he told me that he's not racist. He, and, you know, he said that I'm misunderstanding him. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, you're making a judgment. I said, and it's a racist judgment. You assume that all black people should think the same way. And he said, that's not what I'm doing. He said, you're twisting my words. That's not what I'm doing. <laughs> And uh, and so anyway, it it didn't end well. And I said, look, you know, this is not I'm not I'm not going to well, I'm not backing down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, and it was pretty it was pretty. The te- tensions were high. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the conversation just ended. And I, I was like, look, I'm going to let you go. I'm done. I'm not I'm not talking anymore. And, you know, and so we hung up and then I'm I you know, I'm sitting at my desk later. And I'm just kind of like, I can't focus on anything else, you know, because I'm like, oh, I'm I'm upset. And there's more to the conversation. I won't bore you with all the detail. But something very interesting happened, and it's the reason I'm talking to you about it today. This man's first name, and I asked him for permission to use his name. His name is Yale, and uh, he lives in Colorado. And he called me back. He called me back about 15 minutes later. And I saw his name show up. And I, and I thought, oh, am I going to answer this? But I felt like I should answer. So I picked it up and I said, this is Miki. And he said, I want to apologize to you. And he said, you know, I was, I was upset. He said, I shouldn't have told you to stop talking. I shouldn't have. And, you know, and I said, I forgive you. And I said, now let me apologize to you because I didn't let you speak. I said, I was angry that you were judging me, that you were coming to an assessment based on the color of my skin as you thought it would be listening, you know. And I said, so I didn't, I didn't allow you to speak. So I said, would you forgive me for that? And he said, yeah, I forgive you. So we talked for about an hour after that. Hmm. And let me tell you something. Here's the thing. He was upset because, one, he is homosexual. Two, he felt like I was encouraging people to bully other people or mm-hmm. that I would be inadvertently giving people permission for their kids to bully other kids, which is not the case. But here's the other thing. Let me say this. This man, who I'm so glad called back because it ended up being a great conversation. Like it was, it was so beneficial, I think, for both of us. But let me say this. This man had no idea about the details of the content that I shared over the course of two days. So you know what I did in that hour-long conversation? I talked to him about what was in this curriculum uh, that was adopted in Austin, Texas. And you know what he said to me? No, I disagree with that. 
I disagree that children should be exposed to that at that age. He said, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with pedophilia, he said to me. I don't agree with people, you know, sexualizing young children. I don't agree with that. I said, but here's the thing. That's in this curriculum. Mm -hmm. That's in this curriculum. And so he's going on and and I say, look, we, we have to agree that you and I disagree. You and I have a different worldview. And this is what I said to him. I said, but I want you to know this. And this is, man, I, I, every Christian needs to be able to articulate why they stand where they stand. Mm. I said, I want you to understand this, Yale. This is what is important to me. I believe the Bible. Amen. This is my firm conviction. I believe the word of God in its expression, in its principles. I believe that it is factually accurate. I believe that what it prescribes is good and right and true. And so because of that, I am committed to defending and standing up for that truth when it is within my power to do it. I said, can you imagine what kind of hypocrite I would be to say, I believe this Bible, but then not live it out? Mm. And then this is where the rubber meets the road. I believe that what God says about those who live in violation of his word, those who live as his enemy, who've not had their sins atoned for, I believe that they will face judgment having not been covered by the blood of Jesus Christ and be eternally separated from God. I believe that. Now imagine I engage and I live life in a way that's inconsistent with that belief. That's hate. That's what I said to him. That's hate. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what parents are trying to do all across this country? Defend their God-given right to rear their children according to their deeply held convictions. And I said, so listen, This is not advocating for kids to bully other kids. And I didn't say this to him at the time, but, you know, I thought about it later, and so I'll say it today. The truth of the matter is, is that the trans kids and the homosexual kids or the pansexual kids are not going to be the kids who are bullied because they've got all of culture on their side. Mm. We are headed into a time where the Christian kids... The Bible-believing kids, those kids that are perceived to be bigots, those are the ones who will be bullied because they do not have the culture on their sides. So I told Yale, and I want to be true to my word, that I would make sure that anyone who listens to this program understands without a doubt that I am not advocating for bullying or the mistreatment of anyone who is different from them. Mm Mm-hmm. But I am vehemently defending every Christian parent's right to train their children and to give them the truth. We reject schools indoctrinating our children. We will continue to do that. All right. Aaron the Addisons, we're going to grab the break. American Family Radio. We'll be right back. It's easy to mock if you've never seen it pouring. They like, we've never seen rain before. They hear you come saying God sent us gonna pour. So we choose our way and reject salvation, though it's priceless. The same reason was stone a prophet, but you saw a psychic. So please remember, when Noah was the butt of the joke. But when the flood came, those who left was chasing his boat. But it was too late, no man could stay afloat. Even if Michael Phelps in his prompt with the strokes. Uh. Working for God 
I, t I told you 10 years ago, it's all I ever want to do. Now I'm here. Mm -hmm. These interviews, to me, they remind me of when I first got with, my, got with my wife. And people was like bringing up other women's name in the interview and they was trying to diss my wife. And you're going to see some documentation. I'm spazzing on people. This is one of the most beautiful people ever lived. And now I've given my life to Christ. I got this rap to say, what have you been hearing from the Christians? They'll be the first one to judge me, make it feel like nobody loved me. Because literally the process of being delivered, you really be by yourself when it happens. Mm -hmm. Because the Christians don't believe you. And all the people that's not Christian is like, oh, you weird now, you Christian. Mm. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And, and that's uh, Gabriel Parker, Mocking Word. Very, very yeah. nice. Sherry V is over in Studio CC. I want to say one other thing. One other thing before we go to Gabe. Mm -hmm. um, my conversation with Yale yeah. uh, last night after the initial call that didn't go well, and then we spoke for about 58 minutes, almost an hour. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me say this. He said something that is true, and I wanted to point this out today as well. He said, um, he said, I don't want your kids. You know, he said, I'm not coming for your kids. He said, I just, I just want to live my life. And this is what I said to him. I said, you know what, Yale, you don't want my kids. Mm. I said, but homosexual activists do. Yeah. And with that, he could not contend. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah, it's the truth. Look, that's the truth. <laughs> and there's a difference between the homosexual that you are going to run into in the grocery store. And I hope that the Lord opens doors for us to share our faith for us to tell the truth about who the Lord is. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of anybody. Like, right. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of homosexuals. Right. I'm not afraid of homosexual activists either. Right. But there is a difference, and we must always remember that, that there is a difference between the person that you're going to meet, hopefully, mm -hmm. and share your faith with mm -hmm. versus the person who is up, you know what I'm saying, right. championing and leading it's and trying to, there was a huge difference. Right. The homosexual activists put together the Austin Independent School District curriculum. Right. Right. <laughs> the homosexual Yale that I talked to yesterday, they're two different people. Yeah. Right now, look, the word of God tells us that their end is the same. Yeah. And this is, and for this reason, we should have a soft heart mm -hmm. and we should want to communicate truth to people. Mm -hmm. But we're not running from it. That's right. We're not running from it. So anyway. All right. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's. Uh, we're so glad that you're listening. We invite you to connect with us at AFR.net. If you don't have the podcast, you can get the podcast. Um, you, you can also download the AFR app and listen to this program uh, whenever you have the opportunity. And, and, uh, and if you want to email us, you can email us at addisons at AFR.net. Yeah. Addisons at AFR.net. We check those. We check those. We try to respond um, as we can. And um, which, by the way, if you've ever if you've emailed and you didn't get a response from us, uh, it's, I hate it's, this, my fault. it's Will's fault. All, All right. right. I'll I just, take it. You'll take it. <laughs> All right, then that's not true. It's a joke. It's not your fault. All right, let's move on. Let's bring in the man, Gabriel Parker, to help us talk about what's going on with Kanye West and how the church needs to view his conversion. I know that there are some people who are just not sure. Yeah. Um, I've already previously offered some commentary on it. Yeah. So I'm going to hold back and kind of just let you brothers talk about this because um, pop culture uh, certainly the entertainment culture as it pertains to music, mm -hmm. that's sort of your and, and Gabe's area of expertise. So I'm really curious to kind of hear you guys talk about, I, I don't want to call it hype because I don't want to diminish what's happening. <laughs> if if the man has truly come to Christ, yeah, yeah. I don't want to call it hype. Yeah. Um, but anyways. Yeah. No, 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 that's good. And Gabe, you there? 
What's up, family? Hey, hey. hey what's up, y'all? <laughs> Great to talk with listening. you, <laughs> Okay, glad to have you on, man. And I just want to shout out Gabe. He has a podcast called the uh, Path of Revelation podcast you can check that out you can get it on i guess itunes yeah. google all those different places those different platforms it's a great podcast you need to check it out he always has something great to say mm-hmm. uh that's the reason why we that's why we have him, him on, on today yeah yeah um but but gay man you you've been watching this man and you sir you heard the clip that we came back mm-hmm. with with kanye saying hey man i know there are gonna be some christians who <laughs> not gonna like you know trust me and say what is going on and stuff like that where's your stance of what what should we be looking for when we see something like this happen? Uh, Kanye West being uh, converted, uh, saying he's converted. Well, like with the, with the whole Kanye West thing, man, it's like we we see it everywhere, mm-hmm. and I think he's been one of probably one of the most polarizing uh, figures uh, in pop culture probably over the last ten fifteen years, mm. um, and so. When I look at when I look at things like this, I look for consistency mm-hmm. um, and time. You know, um, I'm reminded of uh, Philippians chapter one, where Paul is writing, and he says, um, "As long as Christ is preached, right? Mm-hmm. We we always hear that scripture used uh, in instances like this. <laughs> um, but what's interesting about um, Paul, in that chapter, he said some preach Christ basically from ill motives Mm -hmm. and some preach Christ from genuine motives, right? Right. Um, And so, but but here's the thing. A lot of times people take that and say, hey, long as people are mentioning Jesus. No, he wasn't saying, hey, we can applaud the Mormons' Jesus or the Muslims' Mm. Jesus or... He said, as long as Christ is being preached, um, the gospel, the true gospel. Amen. And so when I approached this Kanye situation, you know, I had a lot of people hitting my inbox, emailing me, tagging me and stuff. What you think? What you think? And I was like, man, I'm going to just wait until mm-hmm. I release uh, this past podcast that just dropped this Wednesday and this interview with you guys because it's it's a lot. This, yeah. this, is a, this situation is more complex than a lot of us is treating it. I think you're right. And it it can't just be tackled in a Facebook post or a tweet. That's right. right. That's Mm -hmm. right. You know, and so I want to kind of set that preliminary up before I go into what I think about Kanye. Uh, So there's, there's two layers to this. Okay. So the first layer is, is the gospel, the authentic gospel being proclaimed. And so I checked out his album. I checked out his album, and I checked out a lot of the interviews. I've been following a lot of the interviews since Sunday service. And so I want to first start off by saying this is not an endorsement of Kanye West. Mm-hmm. I'm not endorsing him. My personal conviction, I don't endorse any Christian artist or creative unless I know them personally. Mm, so this is good. before the whole Kanye West situation. Um, if you see me sharing an uh, artist's music, it's because I know them <laughs> and we have wow. a relationship. So so that's the first thing. The second thing, I did check out his album and I heard the gospel. Um, I, I truly heard the gospel uh, being proclaimed. Um, I've watched a lot of the Sunday services and I see a lot of red flags and things of that nature, but mm-hmm. um, I've heard the gospel preached at the Sunday services mm-hmm. um, as well. And so I can applaud the message, 
right? I can applaud the message because the message doesn't belong to any of us. It belongs to God. Mm-hmm. We, you know, and so I applaud the message. Praise God the gospel is being proclaimed. The second part, though, there is a lot of red flags that I see around this Kanye thing. Um, I watched one of his interviews in particular with the um, gentleman. It was like a two-hour interview. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Kanye begins to share his conversion experience, and he says some really good things. Like one of the good things that he said was, um, I used to think I was God of culture, but I realize now that God, that culture was my God when I accepted Christ. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a powerful statement. Mm. But as the interview interview goes on, um, he begins to talk, and this is the red flags part for me. Okay, He begins to talk about the Yeezy community. Um, he basically moved out to the middle of Wyoming, mm-hmm. out to the middle of nowhere, and he's planning to build a community. Um, where he will have a church there, they'll grow crops there. It'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be like in his words, a Yeezy community. Oh my goodness! And it so, sounds like a, it sounds like the plan for a compound. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's that, what it sounds like. You, you being nice, yes, a compound. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, be, you being very nice. Okay, you know, I try, I try to be, I, I know try what to be you're nice. At. Okay. Let's, 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 let's just be honest. If we listen to it and, and really be honest about history and what we've seen in instances like this, it sounds like he's building a cult. Mm. Um, It sounds like a cult. Um, And so I think in the short term, we can praise God for the gospel message being proclaimed. Mm -hmm. But I also think we have to use wisdom and have foresight and look at the things that are being said around the testimony um, that that are red flags. And, and, And I don't think people are doing that. I think I don't think it's anything wrong with us being cautious um, mm-hmm. and watching and praying. And I also think um, this is something that nobody's talking about. I think I don't think the church is handling Kanye right. Okay, okay. explain. What I'm, okay, go ahead. What I mean by that, and I've and those who have listened to me in the past and podcasts, I always say one of the biggest issues that I think the church has is how we enable celebrities, celebrity Christians, or, or celebrities who begin to profess Christ. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is we push them in the forefront too fast. Yeah, I agree we with you. We push them into positions of authority too fast. And I hear the excuse of, well, he's a celebrity. Well, well, there's no special Christianity for celebrities. Come right. on, Gabe. Um, when we look at Jesus and the rich young ruler, for example. Jesus didn't go to the rich young ruler and say, or the rich young ruler, when he interacted with the rich young ruler, he didn't say, hey, let's take all of your influence and your wealth and let's use that to spread my message. Jesus said, deny all of that. He said, sell all that you have Come on. and give the profit to the poor and follow me. In other words, Make yourself of no reputation as I did, basically. Okay. Okay. Make- well, let's, but Gabe, let's pause right here because I want to play something okay. for you real quick. I want to play something okay. for you real quick and, and, and get your response Good. Uh, to this. So hold on. Okay. Here okay. we go. I like it.
I'm encouraged by the conversation y'all had about just what church is, what church is not. Um, but one of the things you said in there is that, um, you know, you're not the leader of a church and, you know, you, you know, as a new convert, you know, this is maybe more of what that should look like. So can you talk a little bit about just what your thoughts on Kanye? It's kind of a weird thing because if this were any other person who didn't have a, a massive, you know, global following and, you know, it just wasn't Kanye, you know, you'd expect a little bit more of, a, uh, you know, show up, serve, um, you know, be discipled, you know, just kind of a, the, the pace in the, in the, in the, in the, you know, being under the public eye, um, none of this would be a variable. So can you talk to just, I, I just wonder, like, is this a, a healthy way for him to just publicly as a new convert go about um, growing in Christ? So it, does he even have the ability and would you recommend for him to just, hey man, let, let's, let, let's chill out for a little while, man. Let's do some, some more um, private discipling. Man, those are some really good questions, and I don't know if I can just answer all of that in its entirety. We've had all of those conversations, and I just would rather him answer. But in the general thought would be he wants to tell people about God, and he is so excited, as any new convert would be, about sharing his newfound faith with those he's close to and with the world. So for him, this isn't too outside of a normal context. Let's say that you're not a celebrity, that you play baseball on a baseball team and you get saved. What do you want to do? You want to share Christ with everybody on your baseball team. So for him, this is kind of like, oh, I'm, I, I'm used to doing concerts. I'm in the news all the time. I think uh, for him, this is just another day of life. But now he has new life in Christ. So his thoughts on that would be like, I'm not doing anything different. It's not like he used to be small. Now he's going big. Yeah, He's yeah. always been going big. He now, he now he's going big for God. Yeah. That makes sense. So he would say he's used to be going. He's used to going big for the devil. Now he wants to go big for God. I, I failed to say this. This uh, interview was an interview with Pastor Adam Tyson, who is the one that's discipling uh, Kanye mm -hmm. and who Kanye sought out to be his pastor. And that's, this is the guy that travels with him yeah. um, on these different concerts or Sunday service things that he's doing. And he, he was on an interview and he was asked about the celebrity status and shouldn't he have to sit down? Like, what, is this the right way? And I, and I wanted to bring that in yeah. uh, to get Abe's, uh, Abe Gabe's take on that as far as, you know, what do you think about that? Because he's saying, hey, you know, he just wanted to declare who Jesus is. Yeah, well, what I heard, too, in addition to that is he's a celebrity. He doesn't he shouldn't have to deny his celebrity status. Mm. Um, hmm. And and and. And I think, I th uh, with all due respect, I think the pastor's response was um, wrong. I think he said mm -hmm. some good things in there, mm -hmm. like, um, like when Paul. I'll, I'll use look at Paul for example. When Paul first got saved, the Bible does say that he proclaimed Christ. He began to proclaim Christ in instantly. Mm -hmm. But we co contextually, what does that look like? Proclaim Christ doesn't mean I start my own church mm. or, or or start my own ministry. Uh, um, we know Paul didn't do that until after three years. Mm -hmm. And so when I first get saved, of course, when someone first gets saved, yeah, they're going to tell people their newfound faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to tell their family members and they're going to tell the people at the barbershop. That's proclaiming, yeah. you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. everyday life. Um, but I, the, the biggest concern I have is, if I go back to the rich young ruler example, yeah. um, 
Let me Kanye, let, hold on, oh, hold on, Gabe. Let's hold it here because we have a break coming up, and then we'll let you get okay. to that, to that point right after the break. Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. We're talking Kanye West. We'll be right back. But okay with abortion. Talk. Glorify black on black casualties. But at funerals morning. funerals morning. I hate we blame white people for slave trade. Slave trade. But those are the same shade. Since we are here for the interview, let me talk about the idea of sin and repenting. When people have their own relationship with Christ, a lot of times, I got my own relationship with Jesus. It's because they know they are dealing with sins that they don't want to have to repent for. The difference is once you're delivered, everything that you do is in service to Christ. And anything that you realize wasn't in service to Christ, you will repent for. I need to repent more. I'm sure there's things where I'll look at this interview and say, was that self-serving or was that in service to Christ? This is a big, big thing they say. I don't know, Gabe. You being too hard on him. You already just said, Gabe. <laughs> I don't know, amen Gabe. Hey, I don't know. Amen to that. I don't amen know, Gabe. You just so judgmental. <laughs> I mean, how dare you stand trying to protect the church and advise us to be cautious? Just love him. He's Kanye. <laughs> Hey, I, love, I love him, man. Hey, I'm, I love him. That's why I'm talking like this. And I, hey, I think that I think what he said just right there was good, and I think it's true. Amen. See, we can amen that stuff because it's Bible. That's that's right. I mean, yeah, it's good. It's, it's truth. It's it's the, it's the truth. That doesn't mean we know its motives, though. That's whether right. Good or bad. Like, that's right. I don't know. Like, I think I, I think we should be cautious, but I amen that. But to the point that I was making when yeah. I talked about. The, rich young ruler the reason why i think the rich young ruler is such a one one good example um that we could look at and relate it to this is because before kanye's profession of faith he has always been known as someone who was egotistical wanting to be the center of attention man that's true gabe he he knows and, and look and let me say this anybody mm-hmm. who has followed kanye even from a distance understands almost i mean look without dispute that narcissism ruled his life oh yeah that that kanye was like his <laughs> own orbit you know what right. i mean so i think you're right so i just wanted to echo yep. that go ahead yeah yeah without a doubt we knew that i mean he was open about how arrogant he was you know mm-hmm. and how and how much attention he wanted how he wanted people to worship him and so what's interesting to me is with the rich young ruler um, what this was the very thing that Jesus w- wanted the rich young ruler to deny in himself, mm. to follow him. And so it's weird to me that that aspect is like Kanye is, is probably even more popular and more revered or praised today than before Christ. Mm. He didn't have to deny that. You know what I'm saying? And so that's, that's a skip. That's that's what makes me skeptical too, mm-hmm. um, because it's like okay, you could come to Christ, 
and say the right things, but not have to deny yourself. And I think it speaks um, to how we as the church view fame and music. I think we put fame and music on such a pedestal. And I said this on my show. We applaud people for saying the right things, but we don't hold them accountable to actually doing the right thing. Oh, come on, Gabe. <laughs> and it's like it's like preaching has become like battle rap. And what I mean by that, <laughs> we, we get we get excited about punchlines that we have no intention of living out or holding people accountable to. Mm. Oh my and goodness, yeah. Gabe, where's where's his organ? He's yeah, preaching like Well, I just if you could go ahead, Gabe. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> just trying oh to help just trying to help you out, man. <laughs> one of one of the hey, ushers y'all, y'all crazy. Look, one of the ushers have already gone out back to get you some orange juice. She she, she she's putting a little doily a little doily cover on it right now and bringing it out to you. Oh man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Look, you you know what's a good example of this? And, and I, I don't care, I, you know, so y'all might hate me, people might hate me for saying this, but I think KB's Art of Drift is a good example of this, right? Okay. Um, on KB's last album, and I'm just using this as an example, I have plenty of examples out here, but KB from Reach Records, when he released his last album, he released a song called Art of Drift. And the first thing that everybody said, man, this song is about Lecrae. Like, <laughs> or this song is about... Andy Mino and Lecrae and them and how they've compromised. Okay. Um, and everybody was saying, man, this is a great song, but it's like, you still, that's still your boss and mentor. <laughs> like, you still <laughs> align with them. Uh-huh. You say that you're saying something that's true and you're saying something that is actually true about your own boss, but it's almost like, nah, this song wasn't about him. <laughs> but he fits, but he fits the song. Like, and so, like, I hate that we play these games, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we play too many games um, because we, and, and, it, and it's, it shows our hypocrisy. Okay. Um, I think one thing about this whole Kanye West thing, it's exposed the church's hypocrisy because the same people, many of the same people who are proclaiming Kanye's salvation were the same Christians supporting him when he was working for the devil. Mm-hmm. And so... And so we play, we're playing both sides of the fence. Like, and they'll be the main ones judging me for being skeptical of him. So, so I'm like, hold on. So, so Gabe, what do you say to the the Christians that say, man, it's hypocrisy that we say we want all these people saved and, and you know and desire that they come to Christ, and then when they show, you know, some signs of you know coming to Christ and that they desire to to live a Christian life. You know, we have other Christians saying, uh, I don't know. Give us a biblical defense for yeah. that, Gabe. Give us a biblical defense oh. for that posture. My my cautiousness about a Kanye West and, and, and celebrities like him isn't a sign of me not wanting to see him saved. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's really me hoping that he's genuine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not me hoping that he's not saved. It's me hoping that he really is saved because I want to see him make it in just like anyone else. Mm-hmm. And so that cautiousness is not to to look down on him or, or, or say, hey, man, I don't want Kanye to be saved. That's that's foolish. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. not that's not the case at all. Like, I want to see Kanye saved and and God work in his life. Um, and I believe a lot of people have been encouraged by some of the things that he's saying. 
But when I look in hindsight, I do see some red flags. If I just be honest, like yeah, and and I don't feel bad. I don't feel convicted about how I feel about this whole situation. Right, one bit. Right, you know what I'm saying. And and and, and I, I would say this, you know, and we've talked about this too, Gabe. That you know, when you even look in the scriptures, you see uh, when when Saul was converted mm-hmm. and how the Lord told <laughs> Ananias, you know, to go to Saul and to to go and uh, show him all the things he would suffer for the Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ananias had some questions, you know, and he was kind of like, hold on, wait, you know, and this was the Lord that told him to go. <laughs> like the Lord <laughs> told him to go. And he still had, right. had a question, That's you a know. Uh, and, and in turn, the Lord didn't scold him. He didn't say, didn't I tell you Go down there. No, he was like, look, I want to show Saul all the things he must suffer for me. Mm-hmm. He went and powerful words to Ananias. The first two words he spoke to Saul was brother Saul. Mm. He was convinced look. that that the Lord did save him, you know, and he he obeyed. Yes. But he had a question. He had he had a caution. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having a caution, you know, uh, about situations like this. Amen. Not at all. And I, wa- I just want to say this, too, because I was reading this this morning. Paul didn't get the hand of fellowship from John and James until 14 years later. Mm. Now, that's because he didn't go to Jerusalem. He went back to Jerusalem. But when he first came, they didn't just welcome him with open arms. Like, they were, they were like, Let, let's see if he's legit. And then once they heard his testimony and saw the sincerity, they gave him the hand of fellowship. That was after, that was 14 years later. Um, I'll say this about Kanye. Kanye, when I hear him talk overall, I'm not expecting him to say everything right mm-hmm. and get everything right. Right. Like, you know, none of us get everything right. Um, but I also think that's one of the reasons why he needs to sit down, some of the things I've heard him say. Um, but I, and this is my personal opinion now mm-hmm. on this. Kanye is either a new convert or a wolf. <laughs> uh, wolf. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah. He's he, when I hear him talk in his interviews, he sounds like a new convert that's excited about his salvation and his mm-hmm. newfound faith. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that zeal, and this is where I think where the church comes in and how we handle celebrities, it's he he's saying he's not it's not a church, but it is. Now, it's called the, Kanye Sunday. Now, yeah, now, 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 let me say this, because I wanted to say this, too, that the pastor, Adam Tyson, Tyson. Yeah. told he said he told Kanye that what you're doing is not a church. And he laid out to Kanye what a church was. He said, nah, Kanye had already been calling it that, you know. And he said, but he said, well, I told Kanye that this is a concert. You're doing concerts. You're not. And so I just want to say that for that for that pastor's um but I get what you're saying, Gabe, you know, because we don't know. Do we know if Kanye accepts that? I mean, because Kanye still feels like he's. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But okay. I'm just no, saying for the pastor's angle. Go ahead. Yeah, It doesn't seem it doesn't seem like he and his pastor are on agreement on that when I listen to the interviews. And, and it's, it, it is a church. It's a satellite church. It's a traveling mm. church. Mm. He's holding services where they're singing and they have preaching. Now they have preaching. Um, yeah. Yeah, they have, it's a church. It's a church. It's a like, what? What else is a church? 
the, the people that are singing, well, they're traveling together, they're doing life together. Well, this pastor like, said you need elders, you need, like, he was laying out like there should be leadership, there should be, this. what you're doing is just a a, a, a big concert that has Yeah, but that it. pastor is bringing to that um, his ecclesiastical understanding. He I is. don't think, and let me just say this, and you, you brothers, you know, correct me on this if I'm wrong, I don't think that that's everyone's, uh, you know, ecclesia conviction i think that there are some people who look at that right. and they right would see that. it as a church they don't know order they're not looking at for this reason i left you in crete but they I don't think, know that i think this is what that pastor is saying he's trying to tell and show kanye that this is not well i don't know if he's received it right <laughs> that's okay, the so, thing so, but you so know. the thing is there's a here, go ahead here's the problem here's the problem we can make excuses for stuff for the sake of our names and our careers being um push forward mm-hmm. and i don't know this pastor but i didn't know who this pastor was until kanye introduced him <laughs> to us mm-hmm. and i'm sure his platform <laughs> has gotten a lot bigger now and so i'm just saying i don't know i don't know this guy i'm not accusing him of anything right, right. but when we really when when things are looking good for us we can make excuses for things so to keep the machine going mm-hmm. you can't like Kanye thinks this is a church. He, he <laughs> says his goal is to build a church in Wyoming one day. And so I think with all of these things, um, we have to be honest mm-hmm. about, um, with ourselves about them. Mm-hmm. And, and um, again, I think he's, I, it sounds like he's genuine and excited, but, I, I, but on, on the other hand, I, I don't trust it. I don't yeah. trust the whole process, and I'm 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 skeptical. Like, um, and and I think that we listen. Some of us got saved in churches that are ran like cults. That's a whole another story. Some of <laughs> yeah, us yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, that's, right. that's true. That are like cults, you know. Um, and that's not me making an excuse for anything because y'all know I'm very vocal about the church and right. what's wrong right. in the yeah. church right. on a regular. You're right. a defender of the church. You're yeah. a defender of the church. That's right. why we're talking to you, Gabe, because you have been consistent in defending the church. And right. and so it's not, this is not about hating Kanye. This is about loving the body of Christ. Amen. And so I think that we need to be the most vocal. Those of us, and this is, this is also not the prodigal son's brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is not us standing back and scoffing. Or this hating. is saying, yeah. hold on a second, mm-hmm. because the statement that you made, he's either a new convert or he's a wolf. I mean, look, that should be jolting for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And we should do great exploration and trying to understand how the Bible, how Peter, how Paul, how they describe, well, how Jude describes wolves. I mean, we should care and, and, about and, that. And so at this point, Gabe, you know, I would say we need to continue to watch and to pray, you know, and, you know, um, that's, that would be my position to, and, you know, that to watch and, and let's pray, you know, because we've seen things like this happen before. Would you agree with that, or what would you add to that? Yeah, we've seen we've seen things like this before. I don't know if we've seen it to the magnitude of a Kanye. Right. This, um, his uh, impact, and you know, it, it's it's a red flag to me when your salvation comes with a full album rollout, and merch, <laughs> and tours. Wait, and wait, like wait, like wait, wait, wait! You're no, saying. 
the Apostle Paul didn't have. You're, are you telling me that the well, Apostle Paul didn't have any hated. John three no, sixteen? <laughs> Come the on, The Apostle man. Paul didn't have John three sixteen like that. He didn't. What about oh, that belt God. that Agabus took from around him? Like, did that go up on a site somewhere and he was going to be arrested in Jerusalem? Like, oh, my did, did that Agabus belt? No, but really though, know. we need to yeah. we need to watch, be watchful, and pray and expect the best. That's what I think. Yeah. We need to hope for the best. And it's not. You know? And it's not the. And look, it's nothing wrong with that. Right. I love Kanye. I, I I hope that he's a brother. Yeah. Yeah, but me too. I, I also I, I also hope he, that he uh sits down and gets disciples so he actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Because yeah. this is an issue in the church. Doctrine. Yeah. There's so much hey, false doctrine hey, in the church. Hey, gay, we got a roll, man. Man, I hate Thank it. You so I hate much, it. Man. We need another hour. We're gonna just hold it over. Just kidding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're, are we? We're until Monday, Lord willing. God bless. <laughs>